0: at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. it off over there, and you got a key teammate fighting. What do they do to them? No worse. No What are they do in there? Not Nowhere. here. In one fight we all fight. You understand that? I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fight. Yes sir. Never again. Oh,
1: that was uh that was TJ Perry this morning in reaction to the <laughs> Kerry Murdoch Parker Thune. <laughs> Twitter battle. <laughs> Apparently we're all fighting now. I don't know. <laughs> one fight we all fight. Good morning, everyone. Hour 2, T-Row in the morning show on a Thursday, August 17th, 16 days away from a Sooner kickoff. This is the Ref, the home of Sooner fans, coming to you worldwide again today across our great network of radio stations in the state of Oklahoma and worldwide on the Ref app. I just checked, TJ, in addition to listeners all over Oklahoma and Texas, they are tuned in this morning in Reno, Nevada Boardman, Oregon. Blackfoot, Idaho. St. Louis. Chicago. Brooklyn. Los Angeles. Sarasota, Florida. Birmingham, Alabama. Cancun.
2: Cancun!
1: We love the Ref Army. Thank you for tuning us in. Make sure you've got the app. You can listen wherever you are anywhere in the world. Ref Army, don't forget on Monday we're getting together for our first ever gridiron giveaway. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond is the location. TJ will be taking a plane up there. He has chartered a plane, and um,
2: I think we're there six to seven. Is that official? That is official. I checked with the boss lady yesterday. She said yes. If you two can please close out the show, we need you to do that. And I said Pretty we'll be there.
1: We are regarded as the Mariano Rivera of the ref tj and i so you we're think gonna come uh, in wild
2: and... wings can play uh inner sandman as we come walking into the room yeah
1: sure yeah 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 um noon to seven monday buffalo wild wings edmund think 68 team basketball giveaway only for football this is a genius idea i hope you'll all join us on monday We will be giving away the 68 Power 5 teams in college football, plus Notre Dame, plus the field. And if you get the team, a team that makes the college football playoff, you get one of our four grand prizes. We will also be giving away instant prizes all day long. I'm sure there are goodie bags for people who have their teams
2: drawn. Do we have T-shirts for this thing, Teej? Uh, There will be T-shirts, Rough Army ah, T-shirts t-shirt. and Rough Swag. Absolutely, yes. I love swag. Uh, by the way, uh, anybody who's listening, uh, the hat you gave away the other day, Yeah. Um, I've got that hat and I've used it for a while throughout the summer on my walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was told yesterday by my wife, that thing is disgusting. Oh, boy. You sweat in it? Yeah, I sweat a lot in it, and it's no longer black. It's like white. Gross. <laughs> so it's pretty gross. Salted, I, can use new, it over. I can use a new hat when they come in.
1: Yeah, I gave the hat to my uh, the guy lay in my carpet. That's right. That's who it was. I, he, I couldn't remember who in, it was. Yeah, he came in wearing the T-shirt of a rival radio station to do my carpet in my uh, son's bedroom. So I gave him a ref hat and. Uh, I, Hopefully he's wearing it now with pride. So I need to the gridiron
2: giveaway wearing it, buddy.
1: Um, Join us. Uh, I suggested yesterday you got a fantasy football draft coming up. This would be the perfect location and situation. You guys all get together at Buffalo Wild Wings on Monday, have your fantasy football draft while you are listening for your names to be called in the gridiron giveaway. That'd be fun. A lot of people do that in basketball season, fill
2: out their brackets with their bracket pools while they're there. So,
1: Steelman and Thune will do their show from noon to two. Maybe, I don't know, is Parker on vacation?
2: Parker, we've sent him away. He is under yeah. suspension for the next week and a half, so he is <laughs> right. uh, not allowed to attend the Grand Iron giveaway. He will not We're be there. Put
1: him on probation. <laughs> yeah. So, Steelman will be there. Steelman um, will, yes. Who, by the way, is it, is it public knowledge that he's got a birthday coming up? Um,
2: we'll make it, it public okay knowledge. To, is yeah. it okay
1: for us to talk about that? Or tomorrow. is he sensitive about it?
2: I don't think he's sensitive about it. It's tomorrow, so That's we can w- wait and one. sing to him tomorrow. But yes, it's a round number mm-hmm. that is coming up. A lot for, of big, uh, uh, big birthdays coming up in the next uh, month and a half here at the station.
1: Yeah, a lot of a lot of birthdays that end in zero. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, Steelman, a uh, radio legend, Hall of Famer Mike Steely will be there doing his show. A Butkus Award winner and soon to be, I'm sure, Hall of Famer Ted Layman. Is Tyler going to be out there. Tyler will be I out assume. there. yeah. Tyler McComas will be out there, and then uh, TJ and I will be out there from six to seven. So, hey, this is a big deal, uh, Ref Army. Come on out Monday night, pack the place, S- noon to seven, Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmund. It's right there on I-35 as you are
2: uh, heading north. Brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, Amini's Galleria, Fast Signs of Norman, and Riverwind Casino. Big thanks to and those And two weeks many from more tomorrow
1: will be our annual Joe C. Day here on this show. The Oklahoma Athletic Director will join us for all three hours, as he has for the last, I don't know, what are we going on, five, six years now we've done this? Uh, 6 to 9 a.m., Joe Castiglione joins us. Stay tuned for more details about that coming up soon. Anything about, while we're promoting things, TJ, I don't have my email in front of me, but I'm sure I could find it. Anything we want to let folks know about uh, krefsports.tv this week? All the
2: high school stuff that's firing up. Oh, out. man, I don't have that email up in front of me, too. Yeah, check out krefsports.tv. We will have uh, all kinds it. of action coming up here. In the, I got it right uh, here. You got it right there? Okay. Uh,
1: tonight, uh, Westmore at Edmond Memorial Softball, Norman at Piedmont Volleyball, no, that's Tuesday. Sorry. That's Tuesday. I'm reading the wrong thing. Tonight, Norman North at Westmore Softball, Deer Creek at Yukon Softball, Southmore at Edma Memorial Volleyball, Deer Creek at Yukon Volleyball. Like every night, we got tons of events. You know, football's coming up soon. This time of the year, a lot of volleyball, a lot of fast-pitch softball, and, of course, a lot of football coming your way. Coaches shows everything on krefsports.com tv they're fired up out here where i live tj that they're a part of TV this year the the piedmont folks right all excited about getting to watch now they're they're uh not just their football team but their volleyball team and and uh, basketball coming up and all kinds of stuff very excited to be a part of the ref family out here
2: absolutely yeah check it out all season long like toby said hundreds of uh probably into the thousands now with as many schools as we've got uh, sporting events and Find it all on Carriesports.tv, all the Edmond schools, more schools, Piedmont, Bixby, Norman, obviously. So that audio, by the way, off the top of the hour was uh, Coach Prime
1: mm-hmm. Dion Sanders scolding his guys yesterday. Uh, apparently there was a scuffle. I don't know if this happened yesterday, if the audio just came out yesterday, but apparently there was a scuffle in uh practice. And uh, not everybody jumped in, and he wasn't happy.
0: The team fight. What do they do to that? In? Nowhere. Nowhere. What do they do to that Not Nowhere. here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? Another. I don't want to see y'all walking off with somebody's fight. Yes, sir. Never again. Just oh, no. yes, walk off
1: encouraging an all-out brawl i believe is what we are uh encouraging i don't know maybe that's the right uh way to coach it up hey listen if one of your teammates is in a fight you guys all jump in and protect him <laughs> i'm very much looking forward to the next pushing and shoving that takes place at colorado practice because it is going to look like a royal rumble
2: <laughs> that he's going to be like uh you guys hurt each other quarterback got a torn shoulder now what'd you do
1: I've told this story before, probably multiple times on this station, but we've got new listeners every day. So if you've heard it before, turn it to some country music for a couple of minutes and turn it right back. Um I was playing junior varsity basketball at Southern Nazarene, TJ, in the early nineties. And uh we were at my our head coach was Paul McGrady, one of the toughest dudes I've ever known in my life. He coached in cowboy boots, TJ. I like um, coaches in cowboy boots great football player at East Central, got a tryout with the Dallas Cowboys. He was a tough dude, okay, is a tough dude. Uh, but he was our JV basketball coach. And we played at Redlands one night, got heated, and brawl broke out at the end of the game. We beat them. They didn't like that. And uh, the two teams got in a Donnybrook on the way to the locker room, pushing, shoving, punches thrown, crowd got into it. It was chaos. It was the biggest fight I've ever been in in my life. My my grandfather was in the middle of it at one point. TJ, it was absolute mayhem. <laughs> the police were called. We had to get a police escort back to Bethany that night. This is a junior varsity basketball game. Okay, there couldn't have been forty people in the stands, but it was it was bad. And they finally get it all broken up. It took many minutes. They get it all broken up. They get us into our locker rooms. We got guys bleeding. We got one guy with a big black eye, swollen shut. You know, adrenaline's pumping, all kinds of stuff. And Coach McGrady is stomping and snorting around the locker room, just fuming. He had not said anything. He's just walking in circles, fuming. And I, like all of my teammates, were just terrified at the punishment he was about to bestow on us. And when he finally spoke, he said,
0: "That's the way you stick up for your teammates." <laughs> and we all go,
2: <laughs> Did you really do that, or were you still over in the corner, uh, <laughs> shriveled up, crying like what just happened?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I was in the fetal position, crying. Yeah. Now I, I threw a couple of punches and ran. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I was in the middle of it. Like, I was walking, and, like, fists started flying all around me, and I just started swinging wildly <laughs> to protect myself and got out of there and watched the mayhem from the back.
2: Screaming for Vestal, hey, help, get him.
1: Grandpa, help! Listen, honestly, I would have been glad to stand in there and fight for my teammates, TJ. But I was too valuable to the team to get injured. Of
2: course. I was doing what Couldn't was hurt your coaching. hand. Couldn't hurt that shooting hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just looking out for the team. Hey, you know what uh, we got tickets to last night? Uh, uh, Nate Bargatze.
2: Oh, how about that? Are you, the comedian. Are you familiar? I am familiar, and I actually uh, thought about the tickets to that. Come on.
1: It's on a, it's on a Sunday. It's on
2: a Sunday. And that's a big In day. That's season. why I've kind of thought about it. So, what do you mean it's a big day? Um, anniversary.
1: It's the oh. anniversary. So, well, now would the wife enjoy this as an anniversary? I don't yet? know. That's why say, I, I haven't said go anything see a to her. Katie, her if you're
2: listening, sure. it's a stand-up comedian at uh, Paycom. Um, He's so, hilarious, I know. dude. Have he funny. Watched watched his stuff. I've watched some of his stuff. Yeah, it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah. And we we sprung for a couple of tickets last night, the wife and I. So if you decide to go, let me know. We'll hey we can meet up at Toby Keys. You guys could share some nachos, and uh, we could you know I don't know if we sit by each other, but we
2: could go over there. Nothing together. more romantic than sharing some nachos before an event at Toby yeah. Keys for us.
1: I'm looking forward to it. He's I think he's hilarious. I watched uh. Couple of his specials, and so you got to be pretty good to uh, have a com- to be in the paycom center. Oh yeah, it's you know, I mean, like Kevin Hart type you're, stuff uh, right
2: there. You've built an audience, yeah. If you're selling out uh, arenas like that, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to give you an advance warning for the eight o'clock hour. Okay. Uh, oh, maybe a month ago now. Maybe not quite that long ago now. I was at Brown O'Haver and we asked you, man, how's your gut feeling about this OU football season? And you famously said, mm, okay. Yeah. We are now sixteen days away, and I would like to check back in now that camp is underway, preseason rankings are coming out, countdowns are going on, all that kind of stuff. You got you've got a little more information. In the next hour, I would love to check back in
2: with TJ's gut today if that's okay with you. Oh, man. I'll, I'll check with him. His schedule's pretty busy this time of year, but I'll see if he's available. I'm sure your gut has been through a
1: lot on the Alaskan cruise. So, yeah, check with him. See if he's available next hour. We'd love to check back in. Obviously, he needs to start getting in game shape because weekly check-ins are coming soon. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to start you know,
2: blowing off the dust a little bit. I'll uh, I'll check with him. I think he's probably available today. Usually he doesn't have things that early scheduled, and that early in the morning. I look forward yeah. to that, everyone.
1: Countdown hits number seven coming up at the bottom of the hour. Let's take a break. We'll hit your Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line thoughts coming up, 405-651-3439. Back after this.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
2: All morning long, we've been discussing that fight, and I had to, during that commercial break, pull up the fight between Francis and Pee Wee Herman and Pee Wee's Big Adventure because I think that's exactly how I have it envisioned going. (laughs)
0: And now you stole my
2: bike! <laughs> uh. <laughs> you. You, I'll leave it up to all of you out there on who's Pee Wee and who's Francis, all right? <laughs> uh, Black Thunder Roofing brings you the sour of the tear <laughs> in the morning show. I'm, I'm not just me- apologizing. I'm messing with the two of, st- of you. Calm down. Jump calm down, down, everybody. Calm, calm down, down, Victor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Blackthunderroofing.com. They are okay. your local roofer. They will help you uh, if you need a new roof. Have the ramifications
1: damage. of this kid going to Missouri—like
2: <laughs> aftershock after aftershock. Uh, now we're now we're killing ourselves. We act like this is oh, the yeah! first, first time any of them have been wrong about where a kid was going to go or something. Four oh five four seven three eighty twenty eight. I think you said it best yesterday, though. This, this David Stone kid, you really need to oh, really uh, come to OU. It's going to get uh, pretty nasty around here. So, yeah, you got a chance to be a savior, Rolling Stone,
1: yeah. <laughs> or absolutely send this fan base into uh, full blown panic. <laughs>
2: It may may just be Steelman at noon, if that's the case, because I don't know if Parker can take any more of it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Dylan's upset here. If that JFA scenario happened, BV would be fired quicker than you can say bleep Texas. Okay. He's got, he's got Brent out the door if that happens. You've got him upset this morning at like 645. My imaginary scenario, your imaginary for, scenario. for the <laughs> Kelly Maxwell analogy. That's right. Yeah. Calm um, down, Victor. With respect to Kenny, sometimes best to say nothing and be uh, thought a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. See, for instance, Mike <laughs> White. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So,
1: Patty, Patty's success gets people to say things they shouldn't sometimes.
2: Yeah, and, and I appreciate Kenny Gajewski for go after coaches, go after other programs. I kind of like his feistiness and stuff, but sure. when it comes to the players, you just have to be careful with that. Like he could have said, well, that's not the spot I would have liked to have seen her go to, but she did a lot for us. I wish her the best, even if you're fubing inside and just leave it at that. Like you could have even said that really didn't want her to go there, obviously, but, you know, she did a lot for us. Good luck to her. I will say this.
1: Lincoln Riley went to USC, and we didn't exactly handle it well. No, no. So maybe we shouldn't be the first to throw stones. Totally
2: different situation. Lincoln Riley's a jerk! (laughs) It's not like we've handled it. He's a grown grown man! (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. They they are apples and oranges. Uh, we didn't handle Caleb leaving well, but no one, coach or administrator, badmouth that kid. Yeah, right. fan base—that's well, one thing, that's and that's, that's, what that's what I'm that. saying about the OSU fan base. Go after her all you want, and uh, you know,
1: nobody said you're not welcome around here again. But like, well, he's not. Like, Caleb, it would be, not be odd if he ever showed again. up again, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> I
2: mean, you don't want Josh Hypel back around again. He won a <laughs> national championship for us. <laughs> This is not true, you can come back for a you know celebration of that team. Oh, I got no okay. problem with that. I don't have to clap when they say his name. You will boo him when Tennessee comes
0: back You are true love.
2: uh Why do we always expect coaches to take the high road? He's saying what everyone over there knows and feels. I appreciated his bitterness, bitterness, and honesty
1: well. I do appreciate, I I get what the texts are saying. I do appreciate sometimes when a coach doesn't necessarily say coach speak or what's politically correct, you know, that's when we, we get some fun stuff from a Lane Kiffin or Mike Leach, rest in peace, or Mike Gundy sometimes. You know, when a coach doesn't always say coach speak, you're like, oh, thank you. It's great. It's great to hear some honesty. I would say in this situation, it just seems mean. It just seems mean to one of the former players that has done so much for you. And as to kind of say, hey, you're not welcome around here again. And as TJ is alluding to, might not be a great strategy in the future, I don't know about that yet. Maybe it shows that you stick up for your school at all costs. Maybe it is alarm bell for someone wanting to go there to say, this is, listen, this is kind of, if you ever, this guy, you know, yeah, it says some things sometimes that, that I'm not sure you want to play for this guy. I don't know what it says. I, I don't know. Time will tell in that regard. I like Kenny. I was shocked that, that he said something.
2: Like I'm no that. softball ex- expert, and someone can correct me. Um, Plank, if he's listening, can text. Isn't a lot of his program built off of transfers over the last couple of years, few years? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I'm
2: pretty sure. Ask the guys that do our podcast. we got a podcast. I mean, you could have even taken a shot at her and had it in a humorous way of, well, now we can't wait to – go out there and kick her butt this year, you know, or however you want to put it, you know, and then laugh about it or something, but not say just you're not was... welcome to walk back in here ever again, as long as I'm here and I'll see to it. You don't ever step foot on this campus in a good way. Again,
1: I, I would say, you know, back to the texter's text. Like I think the high road is kind of always a good road, not just for coaches, but in life, I don't know that bitterness is ever better than the high road. Sometimes you can't help yourself and I don't know, that's just maybe that's just me. I, I I would if you ever get a choice between the high road and another road, I'd say take the high road.
2: Me, I'm telling him not to do this. If I was in his position as a coach, I probably would have said the same thing.
1: Oh yeah, you charged an umpire after a third grade baseball. I did game. Charge,
2: did not charge an umpire. Stop spreading lies. On the top of a people getting recycled cell phone numbers, some kid got my grandfather's cell phone number a year or two after he had passed away, and all of a sudden I got a notification that my deceased <laughs> grandfather had just joined Snapchat. That was weird. <laughs> that's amazing uh chris a from edmund says new phone who (laughs) (laughs) this?"
1: that's normally what happens that's not the first time i've ever texted someone and said hey this is not their number anymore you know it happens in life that's the first time i've ever got a pistols firing back from someone so that was pretty funny
2: uh, Curtis B says, uh, guys, didn't Kenny G take a transfer from OU last year? Skip got a player and lost a player to OSU. Uh, he should be bigger than that. And, yes, it hurts, but you don't tell the world you're ticked. Yeah, I mean, OSU got a OU pitcher last year and this year. I mean,
1: it started to happen. It used to never happen before, but kind of across the board in a whole bunch of sports, we're seeing OSU players transfer to OU and vice versa. So, yeah, I'm sure they're always not super happy about it, but it was surprising. That's all. It was surprising. The irony
2: of the situation is kind of what adds to it, you know. Right. Uh, you played for OU and went to – Well, that's the last uh, text I'll read here before we get to the break. says, I'm patiently waiting for the billboards of Kenny and his OU baseball jersey as I drive along the highway to Stillwater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 731, the countdown hits number seven. Next.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. How do I?
2: They have great identity. They're national brands.
0: You found somebody, haven't no. you? You wanted a divorce. Say it. Oklahoma State's not going to change what you do because Oklahoma chose okay. to go to the SEC. They need to change what they do because they're the ones that made their mind up to go to the SEC. What is this? What's
2: happening? What Robert is trying to say is that we are getting a divorce.
0: To this? No. No. I gotta say, I could have called this one. No. Yeah. Is it our fault. Dude. Is yeah. it because we were bad? Please don't,
2: by Please don't. All Oklahoma had to do was not go to the SEC. So it is what it is. And in Oklahoma's
1: case, I think they were more of what I would call uh, the reluctant bride.
0: Financially, it's the only responsible thing to do. Uh, bottom line, we carried the league financially. us uh, in Texas with TV money and whatnot. We accelerated Texas and OU withdrawal, which was a win-win for all parties.
2: It's time for one last countdown and a final ride with the Big 12. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it sucked.
1: We kicking
0: this, on, we kicking this thing off. <laughs> Here
2: we go. Live. From the Palace in Piedmont, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 Countdown, brought to you by Carter Jennings Law. Now, with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland.
1: Thank you very much, TJ. Countdown time. We're running out of teams, folks. All the way to lucky number seven today. we got a lot of teams to remind you of. Here is what the countdown has looked like so far. Texas Tech was our first team at number 25. They get Oregon in week two. Then we had South Carolina at 24. A lot of praise for Spencer Rattler I'm seeing around there in the fall so far. North Carolina came in at 23 with Drake May under center again. At 22, Jimbo Fisher has brought in Bobby Petrino to run the offense. I wonder how it's going. I wonder, I, I need to Google up to see if there's any reports coming out of uh, A&M fall camp to see if Jimbo and Bobby are getting along or not. I don't A&M know, but not 22. to interrupt
2: your, uh, your countdown here, but I started okay, the Manziel ahead. thing yesterday. I cannot believe how delusional that fan base is, even in a documentary. Just absolutely amazing. I don't disagree, but like, what exactly are you referring to? Um, They think because of that one year, that ha- that's how relevant they are and how much they belong in the SEC and act like they're a powerhouse and that they've gone on since and like won four national titles or something. And and been the exact <laughs> same program they were when they were in the Big 12. Right. Yeah. That put us on the map. It showed that we belong everywhere.
1: We lost four or five games a year in the Big 12. <laughs> then we moved to the SEC, and we things changed. We had that changed. one good
2: season. <laughs>
1: yeah. Arkansas 21, Kentucky at 20. Ole Miss at 19. Uh, wonder how the Spencer, we didn't check in on the Spencer Sanders Jackson. TJ, are you writing down all these things we need to check in on? I need you to make some calls today. Uh, Texas was our 18th ranked team. Then at 17, the National Runners up from Fort Worth, TCU came in at 17. Chandler Scoop Morris, their quarterback, going into this year. Washington, 16. K-State at 15. Oregon came in at number 14. They're headed to the Big Ten. Notre Dame was our 13th-ranked team at 12. Penn State, they could throw a wrench into the Ohio State-Michigan party this year. It's a good squad. We'll see. Sooners at 11, USC 10, Utah 9, and yesterday at 8. Dabo Sweeney's Clemson Tigers at 8. Don Munson joined us on the show to talk about Garrett Riley, now offensive coordinator. Cade Klubnick takes over at quarterback, Clemson at eight, which brings us to today. The number seven ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is still one of the most impressive, coolest things I've seen in my 12 years in the booth is an entire stadium of, I don't know, 80,000 people, whatever that place seats, doing this in unison for hours on end, it seemed like, TJ. That was a good football game that night, too. And Oklahoma won it, so it was a great trip. I had jury duty that week, TJ. Remember that? Florida State. Florida State comes in at number seven. We know them well. They uh, took on the Sooners in the Cheez-It Bowl last year. It was a great game. Florida State came out on top 35-32. They're coming off a very good year. Ten-win season for the first time in a long time, including an early season win over LSU last season, a late-season victory over their arch rivals at Florida and Miami. All three losses last year, it was weird for them. All three losses came consecutively in the middle of the season. They got hit by uh, an injury bug. Wake Forest, NC State, and Clemson all got them back-to-back-to-back. But they won their last six games in a row. They have a bunch of returning starters and a tremendous amount of optimism going into this season. I like Florida State a lot going into this year. Uh, Jordan Travis impressed me in the Cheez-It Bowl. He was a better passer than I expected. He's athletic, and I knew that about him, and is certainly dangerous with dangerous with his legs. But he had a big arm and was a more precise passer than I was expecting. He's a candidate to be in New York City at the end of the year. This was a high-powered Florida State attack last year, 36 points a game, top 10 in the nation in total offense. They should be really good, maybe even better again this year. Uh, remember the big wide receiver that torched OU, Johnny Wilson, six foot seven. He's back. Uh, they are a return their starting running back as well, Trey Benson. They picked up a key transfer receiver from Michigan State, Keon Coleman. Everybody wanted that guy. Really, the only concern on offense is they got to replace a couple of offensive linemen, but this is a high powered attack for Mike Norvell on offense. I think they have an excellent quarterback, excellent skill position, guys. They're formidable. Defensively, they were scary last year, and almost all of them are back. Jared Verse, first team, all AC. See defensive end back, ACC Defensive Rookie of the Year, Patrick Payton, who himself had nine sacks last year. He's back. They picked up some transfers in the middle of that defensive line. They get after the quarterback. I mean, they got two guys flying at you from the ends that are NFL talents. Jared Verse is going to be a very high draft pick they did lose jamie robinson on the back end they're all acc safety but they returned to everybody else in the secondary i mean listen this was a 10 win team a year ago won their last six almost all the key pieces are back they're a contender for everything the acc the college football playoff everything The one thing that holds them back and has them at seven instead of the top five is the schedule. It's really a three game schedule, but those three games are tough, including the season opener Sunday night, September 3rd, LSU in Orlando. Now, remember, those two teams played a year ago in New Orleans. Florida State won it. TJ, remind me, wasn't it a botched extra point lsu made a big comeback and then missed the extra point is that right
2: that seems right was it a a, or was it a field goal they missed it was something
1: it was a great game yeah it was it was uh kelly's debut and florida state beat him now they got the rematch this year in orlando on the opening sunday night of the season that'll be fun then week four they get clemson On the road, they've got to play them in Death Valley, and then they got a bunch of winnable games, and then they close out the year at Florida. So it's a three game season. I mean, that doesn't mean they couldn't trip up, say, I don't know, at Pitt. Uh, I don't, uh, they get Miami and Tallahassee. I don't know where else they could lose a game. It's hard to find one. But those three games, LSU in Orlando, at Clemson, at Florida. And then remember the ACC championship game, they've changed the ACC this year. It used to be Clemson and Florida State were in the same division and only one of them could get to the title game. That's no more. They've done away with divisions in the ACC. So we could very well see, and I think we will, a Clemson-Florida State rematch in the conference championship game. So... LSU at Clemson at Florida and maybe Clemson again in a championship game. TJ, I think Florida State's really good. I was impressed by Jordan Travis. Johnny Wilson, it, six foot seven receiver, is a monster. Jared Verse, coming off the end for them, is one of the best defensive players in America. There is optimism. There is momentum again in the Florida State football program with Mike Norvell. They're recruiting well. They picked up some big-time transfers. This team has a chance. They got a chance to win the ACC. They got a chance to be a college football playoff team. They've got some tough games out there, though, so I don't know. I got them at seven. Too high, too low, or just right?
2: I want to say too low. Like I do think they're really good. I think they're potentially a playoff team and will obviously know by the end of the first month. That's what's scary about it. I mean, if they get those two games in September, then going into October, I don't care what people think preseason of Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, some of the others that we know are going to be up there. They should be the top one or two teams in the country in the rankings going into October. Oh, yeah, if they beat LSU and Clemson? And then they should be one of the favorites to to win it all at that point. I don't know if I believe in them enough that they're going to do that. I think if they can get that LSU game and say they slip up to Clemson, but then can get that return game against Clemson, they're still potentially a playoff team even if they – Drop that team, uh, that game in yeah. late September. So yeah. I think that's the best case scenario for them. Obviously, the best case is they get both of those, but I don't know if I can believe in that yet.
1: I agree with you. If they lose one of those two uh, September games, but win the rest, yeah, they're still in it. They're still in it.
2: Yeah. I, no, I, I completely agree. And if they win both, forget about it. It's up to them then. They either trip up and screw their whole season up somewhere along the way and slip to a, a Duke or Wake Forest or Pitt or whoever it may be, but. Otherwise, they're in the driver's seat for a playoff spot if they survive that October or that September because that will be very impressive if they're able to do that.
1: I can't wait to watch that Florida State-Clemson game. I think Florida State is better than Clemson, slightly. I like their offense a lot better than Clemson's, not knowing what Garrett Riley's going to do for them yet. Both of them have really good defense, but the game is at Clemson. At Clemson right? So are they enough better to beat them there? I don't know about that. I don't know about They are an intriguing team for a lot of reasons. One is because they're a contender this year. The other is because the, Florida State's causing all kinds of waves. They have off the field over the last month or so about wanting to leave the ACC. So 8.05 this morning, Jeff Colhane, their brand-new play-by-play voice, will join us live. we got a lot of stuff to talk to him about. Florida State at number seven.
0: We'll be back. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Sooner football? We do too. This is the ref, home of Sooner fans.
2: Black Thunder Roofing brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They're your local roofer, a four-time Angie List Award winner. If you're out in Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, listening all around the area on the KREF app, they can help you with your roofing needs. And as I said, they are local. They do it all. 405-473-8028, blackthunderroofing.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. <laughs> what happened to Deckerhofer, all-time famous play uh, FSU play-by-play guy? Question mark uh, shrugging emoji. He retired. He was only, I mean, he was, he did it a long, long I, time.
1: I believe he's still doing the Bucks Buccaneers. Pretty sure. Let me look that up. But he has, uh, he's retired from uh, Florida State, I think. Think, I think last year was Jeff's first year. So I think twenty. Let's see that twenty twenty. I think twenty twenty one was Deckerhoff's last year at uh at Florida State. I'll
2: have you know it's Deckerhoff, young man.
1: Uh, let's see. Do you know the bug currently? Twenty twenty two. Uh, it doesn't say on here when he. Uh, let's see. Deckerhoff announces retirement following the football team's 2022 spring game. So, did he do last season or not? I don't know. Uh, yeah, he retired. He retired. He's 78 years old.
2: Oh, I would have thought he was a little older than that, actually. So, huh?
1: Very nice man. Legendary broadcaster in the oh, state of Florida. No. Never got along with T.J. Perry at all.
2: He did not. Arch rivals. Not like me.
1: The Murdoch-Thune rivalry can't hold a candle to the Perry-Deckerhoff rivalry. That thing got ugly. (laughs) Top of the hour break. Voice of the Seminoles, Jeff Colhane joins us on the other side.